game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. I'm back, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about, including with WDC head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. He's going to give us a recap of his team's performance at the Park Region Conference meet. That's coming up after the break on Wolverines Weekly. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg and coach coming off the Park Region Conference meet. Both your boys and girls teams had some nice showings, and uh, we'll give you the floor here talk a little bit about them. Yeah, it was a beautiful evening. Uh, sun was shining uh, weather-wise, and it was shining on the Wolverines. The girls ended up uh, with a comfortable win. Uh, most of the time, the conference race is a dogfight. It's really competitive, uh, but they came in uh, comfortably first place uh, for Pete. So uh, somebody like senior captain Ali Pavic's been through uh, four in a row, which is pretty awesome. And uh, on the boys' side, uh, we were able to put together uh, enough of the full-team pitcher pieces to kind of show what we can do. And uh, out of the ten teams, we got second. Um, so very competitive, gutsy showing from the boys, and uh, they deserve it. They work hard, and uh, it's nice to see them shine. And you mentioned that girls team. You know, there's some seniors on there their entire high school career. It's winning the conference, and it just goes to the testament of how hard they've been working. And, and what do you like about your girls, and what puts them in the positions that they are to, to succeed? Well, just to uh, make a note of the JV team, uh, I know the varsity girls have been getting a few headlines. I, I think that was their sixth win on the year. Uh, but just about as many times our JV squad has had uh, uh, a chance to be on top in their division. And you mentioned seniors. Uh, I would like to mention Ella Strowing, a senior girl who uh, had her best season uh, this year. Uh, many PRs and uh, very happy uh, finish uh, for her last race on Tuesday, uh, kind of setting the standard for herself and working toward it. And uh, her enthusiasm, her joy for running radiates throughout the whole team. So uh, she represents our JV girls well. And we had Noelle Spicer win the race, uh, first place JV girls. And uh, haven't actually had too many race winners this season, and that was one of them. So a good time to do it. And on the boys' side of things, you guys came up second in the conference, and you had a few all-conference runners as well, and getting those top finishes. And, and as a coach, just seeing those guys come across the finish line, uh, just how great does it feel kind of seeing the development that they've come from uh, back in August and now into October? Uh, just how gratifying is it for you? Well, really good because, uh, I, to me, uh, seniors are really important. And the three boys that we had that were all conference were all three seniors. So they've been doing this for a while. And when you've been doing it for a while, it's, it's hard to find those gains. You know, it's uh, uh, a PR for a senior boy or girl. It doesn't, it's not an easy achievement. And uh, so we had uh, Bjorn Brunsberg back in the mix this time. And he was able to nab a career PR. And uh, I know Elaine Haves. His uh, return uh, 
visit to all conference. I think it's been about three years in a row for him. And uh, Philip Ross was our number three. Uh, he was also an all conference last year, uh, but he moved up a few spots. And he moved up a few spots in a stronger field. So um, congratulations to our three senior boys, Bjorn Lane and Philip. And, you know, on the boys' side and the girls' side, we've talked a little bit in the past about just how much cross-country has grown across the region. And to see, uh, you know, you guys still coming out on top in a conference that's getting a little bit tougher and teams are starting to kind of figure each other out and build their programs. And just talk about the strength of the Park Region Conference, where it's at. Well, the Park Region Conference for cross-country is a slightly expanded uh, situation. Uh, there's 10 teams. Uh, and so uh, back uh, when things were kind of formulating, uh, a couple of perimeter schools that had just added cross country um, got in the mix with it. So Parker's Prairie being one, uh, they have an excellent senior boy. He's uh, been to state a couple times. And uh, ABE, Ashby, Brandon, Evansville, uh, we went to their place couple weeks ago they host a good meet and uh that i know a couple years ago their boys were looking to be conference champs so um new programs uh right next door as well uh Bertha hewitt was boys conference champion they haven't been around for that long and verndale added the program last year i believe so uh this is more teams yeah makes it more competitive and now looking into section play, uh, and Coach, for those who don't know, just talk a little bit about uh, when that section race is, where it's going to be, and what your expectations are of your team. Well, it's at the end of next week. So uh, a week from this Friday, uh, we return to the Staples course. Uh, they know how to host a meet, and uh, we're glad that we had a chance to preview the course. It's a good course. Uh, bring in the entire six. 6A section. Uh, most of uh, the teams we've had a glimpse at here and there. Uh, a lot of the teams from the conference will be there. And uh, it's just all on the line. <laughs> you know, whatever the weather might be or, uh, you know, whatever the circumstances, uh, it's it's a very, a very pure sport. You know, it's not a series of playoff events. It's just a uh, one-time go and and you can't pre-qualify. You have to show it in that moment. Uh, so there's a, a, a lot to get ready for, a lot to build up to. And uh, I think we're coming into it with uh, a history of showing well in the section race. Um, so we have a little bit of confidence that way. And you mentioned that, getting that confidence and the success. And as a coaching staff and getting uh, these kids ready for that section race, how do you go about preparing them, not just for the, the vintage course in Staples, but also just preparing them for uh, mentally to get ready for a race? Yeah, physically you want to back down a little bit. You know, you want to touch upon uh, going hard, but kind of pulling back from the, you know, the big mileage weeks and all that. And then mentally, you know, they've seen the course. They've run the course a few weeks ago. And uh, during practice, we try to simulate some of those, uh, at the aspects, uh, the attributes of the course. You know, the hilly sections. Uh, and, and just t uh, 
walk them through how they can be mentally tough when they get to those sections of the course. So that's kind of what we do, break it down and, and uh, kind of bring them there uh, through mental visualization uh, as we approach that race day. And last question for you, Coach, getting into that final race, you mentioned it's one that these runners have gone through before. It's a course they're familiar with. How important is that when getting ready for uh, their potential last race of the season? Well, again, it's just a measure of uh, bringing confidence to it. You know, uh, to some degree, uh, you know, Nike, the Nike slogan, just do it, <laughs> you know, that's in play. You know, you can just sort of uh, run with your guts, and, uh, but it's nice to clear your head as well and, and to, you know, put some positivity in that brain. Uh, so, because, you know, it's a tough sport. And, uh so, yeah, whatever toughness you can bring, mental or physical, uh, that's what we prepare for. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. Uh, coach, congrats on the girls for finishing four-time Park Region Conference champions and for the boys team coming up second in the conference as well. Congrats on the season, and I look forward to talking with you next week about uh, getting ready for sections. Yes, yes, thank you very much. It's been great. Congratulations to the Wadena Deer Creek girls cross-country team on a back-to-back-to-back-to-back Park Region Conference championship and to all those runners over the years who have made that possible. Also, congratulations to the boys cross-country team for finishing second as well. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek head coach Sue Volkman on her team's big week heading into the postseason, getting a win over a 3A school in Alexandria. That's coming up after the break on Wolverines Weekly. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. And, Coach, glad to catch up with you uh, after a couple weeks off. And uh, you guys have had a pretty big week. It was a short week, but you had a couple wins in there. Uh, a big win over Alexandria on Monday. Just uh, talk about uh, just what the gym was like and uh, what you liked out of your team in that win. Well, there was a, a big crowd. Alex brought a lot of people. And, of course, we always have a good crowd, a good student body. And, um, it was pretty exciting. And you know, like you said, it, it, Alec brings a crowd. You guys have a crowd. It's a, it's a great night in the gym. Uh, it's a 3A team in Alexandria, a 3A team that people thought were, were going to be pretty good and have a lot of talent on that team. For you guys to, to come in and win and win three sets to none, uh, just what do you think was working for your team on that night? Well, I think we rose to the occasion knowing you know, they're, they're ranked in AAA and they um, – they came with a good reputation of being a, a tall team. They were, had two six two, a girl six four. Um, so I, I think they walked in the gym thinking they were going to have a pretty easy game of it. And we came out and played extremely well the first game and put them back on their heels, and they just kind of never recovered. And as a coach, for you guys to come out that strong in a in a game against a three A team, for you to come out strong in set one, really kind of put your stamp on it and show that you're here to play. Uh, as a coach, how does that make you feel about your team? Well, the biggest thing was after that first game, we didn't have a letdown, and I was kind of worried about that. I figured that maybe Alec would step to the plate and really take it to us, but and you know, and we kind of would back off, but. 
we did. We kind of controlled the tempo all three games and uh, came out with a big win. And, you know, we were talking a little bit off air, Coach, but just to, to get that win against a 3A school in Alexandria and being 2A here at Wadena Deer Creek, just how, how great of an exclamation point does that feel for you guys to kind of show everyone, like, hey, we got a pretty good team this year? Uh, well, it, it is really big. I mean, it's, um, you know, it makes you feel like you belong in the upper part of the AA teams in the state and, um I just hope that we can maintain playing at that level through the tournament. And also this week you got a win against Pillager, and it confirmed that you guys are the solo Park Region Conference champions for 2022. Uh, just that's a nice little feather in the cap for your season, Coach. And just talk about how uh, just talk about how you're feeling about it. Well, that was one of the goals the kids said at the very beginning of the year that they wanted to to win the conference. Um, you know, it makes it nice that it's outright and only us, and uh, it was the goal we set, and uh, we accomplished it. And with some good teams in the conference, you have Henning, New York Mills, and for you guys to, to come out and get those wins over them, uh, just how great of a, a, a feeling is it for you to get that and just know that we had to beat a couple good teams along the way, and, and again, you get to kind of roll with that momentum into the section tournament. Well, you know, um, you kind of get to wear the pride of the area for a while and you know we struggled the last couple of years and it just kind of uh put a stamp on our season that um we've improved a great deal and uh we earned earned that award and now coaches you work into kind of this mea stuff you guys are uh, having a tournament later in the week up in moorhead and just talk about uh just kind of preview it for us a little bit what are you expecting out of the team and just kind of what's the expectations going into that well, you never know how tournaments go. It's a dip, different atmosphere than playing a, a weekly game during the regular season. Um, we're going up against some AAA teams, and, you know, it's a, a great tournament going into the postseason to have at the end of the year, and, you know, you're going to have to play at a high level, which we we want to do, and, and so it's a great tournament to be able to go to at the end of the season. And you you mentioned that there's a lot of tournaments throughout the season, a lot of good ones that you guys have played at. But to have that one right before the section play, do you see it as like a tune-up? Do you see it to kind of uh, test where you guys stand with some uh, really strong teams? How do you look at it as a coach? Well, I look at it as it's going to force us to play at a high level and hopefully maintain that through the two-day tournament. And, you know, if we can do that... um, you know, we're right now we're in the strongest section in Class AA in the state. So, you know, we're going to have to play at that level to to compete in our section. So, you know, it, it kind of sets the stage for that. And as you get ready for that section tournament, I got one more question for you here, Coach. Is uh, what's the one thing you think your team needs to to really kind of tighten up, or maybe just be on top of their game coming into the section playoffs if you guys want to make a run? Well, obviously, it's our serve receive because, you know, we've struggled with that um, at times through the year, and um, they're going to come at us, and we're going to have to be able to control that ball right from the get-go. If you don't can't pass the ball, you're certainly not going to get it set up for your hitters. So, I mean, that's the main thing that we really need to work on. And one more thing for you is as the section playoffs get underway, uh, what's the one, uh, I guess I'm giving you the floor here, to get up on your soapbox, and, and what's the, what do you think is the reason, uh, give me your pitch, I guess, uh, for a playoff run for the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines. Uh, give me your pitch, Coach. 
Well, we get to host the first two rounds in Wadena, so that's always a bonus to kind of, you know, kickstart the tournament. And it's a it's an advantage to be able to be on your home court and not have to travel. So hopefully we can uh, come out with a couple of wins. And then, of course, Pequot Lakes and Sox Center are the top two, and they're pretty much have been head and shoulders above everybody in this section for quite a long time. So we're hoping to to compete with them at the end. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. Coach, thanks for taking the time to talk with us, and we'll chat at you again next week and get an update on how that playoff chase is going. Okay, sounds good. You know, something every coach talks about, at the end of the season, they always want to be playing their best game. They want to feel like they're playing as good as they've been all season towards the end into the playoffs, and that's exactly what the Wadena Deer Creek volleyball team is doing, getting a couple big wins and winning the Park Region Conference outright. Well, now we're going to go from the volleyball court, and we're going to move to the tennis court. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. And coach, glad to talk with you again and just give us a little bit of an update on how things are going for your tennis team. I know you guys had the section playoffs uh, recently. Yeah, we did. We had sections and um, we won our first round. So that was awesome. We had a sweep as a team, 7-0 against Rozo. So that was really fun that everyone had that um, team victory. Unfortunately, we came up short against um, a really quality Staples-Motley team, and so we did not advance past that. Um, But the girls as a team, they played like a team. Um, We mixed things up a little bit. We tried, you know, if you don't take big risks, you don't get big rewards. And so we tried something different, and the girls were awesome. They were ready to take on that battle, and unfortunately it just didn't work in our favor. But we had a lot of fun trying. So the team section was, um, was a lot of fun. Um, individually, um, we took two singles teams and two doubles teams to the section tournament, and they all won their in advance past their first run. Um, our doubles team had a bye. Um, so some really qu- quality play. Kaylee Endress was um, seeded 12th and beat the fifth um, seeded girl, so that was fantastic. Um, our number nine doubles um, upset the number eight doubles, so that was cool. Unfortunately, um, Kaylee did not advance past that, and Kayla Meeks and... Um, Katie Leesburg did not advance, but Libby Hartman in the singles category earned fourth place in section, so that is fantastic. She just played stellar tennis. Um, some of her best tennis um, was that was this weekend, and she just um, stepped up, and she's so coachable, and she's just a neat girl, so it was fun watching um, watching her play. And then um, Katie and Anna Feemeyer, they earned third place honors, and so, again, they played um, very well, um, and just came up a little bit short of going to the state tournament, but um, really solid performances um, from all the teams. So that's really cool. And when you're in that and that section tennis tournament, and you, and you're running around chasing uh, all the girls as they're in, in their matches, just for you as a co- coach, what's it like uh, to see your girls out there competing, and uh, a couple of them getting close to that state tournament bid? Yeah, you know, you just so badly want um, them to reach their goals. And so um, as a coach, you know, you do what you can to prepare them for the end of the season. And then they, you know, they take it from there. But I always want them to know that I'm their biggest cheerleader and win or lose, that I am always super proud of them. And mostly I'm proud of the quality of girls that I have, um, their character, their sportsmanship. 
um, that's the type of stuff that's going to last them, you know, for years and years and years and for a lifetime, quite frankly. And so that sportsmanship is what I look for so that we um, win with grace and we lose with dignity. And, you know, you had a couple of girls who were expected to come in and, and have a nice tournament for themselves, be in that conversation for uh, competing for a state tournament opportunity. But then, like you said, you had a couple of upsets with your girls, a couple ones who uh, got a win uh, and beat a, a, t- a higher-ranked opponent. Just what's it like for you as a coach to see them do that and uh, and uh, kind of, like you said, reach some goals that maybe they uh, didn't know they could get to? Yeah, you know, sections is its own, you know, um I was call it a beast, I guess, because you come in there and, you know, you just, whoever's having the best day that day, you know, has that um, ability to just have that upper hand. And um, sometimes that works in your favor and other times, you know, you're beatable. And so it's bittersweet, you know, to be on both ends of that because you, you know, you just, you hope for the best. And at the end of the day, you just hope that the girls play um, so that they're proud. And I think I, all my girls can step off the courts and say that they are, were very proud of how they played this week. And with that play on the court, Coach, what's something out of, out of your girls where you saw in all of them? And uh, what's just one thing you can say, you know what, I'm really impressed by them through this, uh, through section play? Um, a couple things come to mind. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, sportsmanship. Um, and just how they cheer each other on as a team. Like, they are a well-bonded team, and so that is just really good is that they they spread themselves out watching everybody. They cheer for everybody. Um, But also, I think that they're coachable. Um, These girls, they're looking for that feedback. They're looking for someone to affirm what they're doing well and maybe help them kind of identify some spots that they can use – to maybe to maybe win a point and just kind of to help them and guide them but they are so coachable and they're just they're a nice group of kids who really work hard and so I'm just super proud to be their coach we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer giving us the update on her team's uh, performances in section play coach great to catch up with you and get an update on the girls and we'll talk to you again next week recapping the season yep I look forward to it thanks CJ So while there were no state tournament berths for the WDC girls tennis team, it was still a great year overall for them and for Coach Feemeyer and had a couple top finishes as well in that section tournament, a few doubles and some singles matchups that were uh, pretty darn close to the wire as well. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer, and he's going to give us a recap of his team's performance at Pine River Bacchus and looks forward to the playoffs. That's coming up next. More Wolverines Weekly after a quick timeout here on KWAD. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer, and the regular season has wrapped up for the Wolverines, and you guys had a Wednesday night contest against Pine River Bacchus. Just talk about that game. Yeah, I mean, going into it, obviously we were down uh, starting quarterback who's been had, he's been playing really well this year and has had a great season. Um, so that was tough, especially with a short week. Um, really only having a full day. Um, to prepare there and, and get guys ready to go and, and play quarterback for us. But I thought outside of that, I thought we did you know a great job in the game last night. Um, Isaac Common took a bulk of the, of the offensive load at quarterback, and he did a great job, I thought, especially off one day of preparation and not really playing in – never playing in a varsity game for sure at quarterback. He, he threw the ball pretty well, actually, at over 150 yards and a touchdown there. So just 
just going off of that and kind of just being tossed in there, I thought he played outstanding. And then I think the guys up front, um, which has been a common theme this year, but the guys up front blocked their butts off. And when Evan was in there uh, with some Wildcat-style quarterback stuff, I thought, you know, we moved the ball really well and just came down to punching it into the end zone, which we talked about numerous times over the year. Uh, we just we didn't do that uh, at times, and, and that kind of came back to bite us. So um, for us, I thought, you know, overall, I thought we played really well. Our kicking game, Cole made another another field goal, which, again, isn't common um, in high school football. And so it's nice to have that where we can maybe put some points on the board that way. Uh, and defense played, for the most part, defense played awesome. So, you know, taking taking things out of last night's game, it's, it's tough to, to take a loss. But um, either way, we would have ended up with the three seed. So I guess in terms of last night's game, didn't really matter in the, in the outcome there. But it would have been awesome to come away with the win, but our guys played really well. They played hard, um, and we'll definitely take that as a learning experience into this postseason where no matter what, uh, every team in the state's 0-0. So if we take some positives out of last night, we can move forward um, and see what happens here in this second season. And you mentioned throwing those guys in and putting those in that in that quarterback spot on the field. When did you guys as a coaching staff figure, like, this is going to be how we want to do things? And what was the reaction like with those players, and how did they respond to that challenge, getting ready for it? Well, yeah, well, honestly, we didn't really – we didn't know a whole lot. You know, some things were kind of up in the air. But um, basically, we kind of threw a – we scrambled a little game plan on, on Monday at, at practice and at film. Um, just some things we wanted to do on offense. I know, like Isaac, he knows the playbook in and out. I mean, he plays wide out, so he knows he knows all the routes and stuff like that. So that wasn't an issue of, of knowing what to do. And then, you know, Evan just being a, a guy that's kind of carried the load for us running the ball, we just thought we can, we can put some guys in the backfield, um, and Tashi and, and uh, Simon and DeAndre too, where they can do some stuff at running back or with some sweeps, and Evan can be the guy where if we got to pull it at quarterback, he can go and, and he can do those things. and. Change the good thing about it was it changed nothing for us blocking scheme wise up front. So the guys up front, you know, kind of knew what they were doing, and it was the exact same thing. It was just making sure the guys in the backfield had different timing um, down. I mean, Evan hasn't played quarterback either, so just obviously he he's backed it all the time, you know, running the ball. But quarterback wise, his footwork and you know different things, you know, he's never done it before. So just him going out there and, and making a bunch of plays and, and being really confident in himself and confident in the guys up front. Um, I thought, you know. Those two did as, as good as they could, and I thought they did really well. Uh, and we, they put us in position to win the game too. So they did it basically off of one game of practice. So we're we're really um, impressed with those guys and and everybody too. Just kind of putting a game plan together and going out and executing it to the best of their ability. So basically, we we put it together in a day. Um, not a lot changed up front, like I said, and we went out and did the best they could. And you know they had some success. And you mentioned with some of those other guys, uh, you know, uh, there that they quarterback wasn't a natural position for them, but they've played other sports. And baseball comes to mind, obviously, the throwing, throwing on the run, kind of that different thing. It's not an apples to apples comparison, but the, some of those skills do translate, and that's just kind of the the pitch, right, for wanting those multi sport athletes, right? Absolutely, that's absolutely right. If there was a pitch for you know, getting guys out for, for multiple sports. Like last night was the perfect example. It's like, no matter what, these guys haven't had experience playing quarterback, but they have plenty of experience in, in other sports. And both those guys play three sports, which, you know, is something that's super important just because you get put in different situations and different um, athletics and different games and stuff where you're confident in your abilities because you you haven't been in that exact moment before, but you've been in 
high pressure moments and, and moments where you got to step up and just do what the team needs you to do. And last night was a perfect example of that. So really proud of them and, and everybody, honestly, for stepping up uh, in the way they did. And obviously, it didn't come out with a win, which is which is our goal and which is the most important goal. But like I said, we can you know take some positives out of that. And now we're 0-0 going into playoffs, and you know we like where we're at. Um, hopefully, we can keep. Um, keep healthy and, and maybe just I can get back here, which would be awesome too. Um, and we'll just take it one game at a time and see what happens this postseason. Something that stood out to me uh, in Wednesday night's game against Pine River Bacchus was your defensive line did a great job of getting pressure. I know Grant Sealhammer had a couple sacks. And, and just talk about what your defensive line has been doing really well lately and generating that pressure and doing a really good job causing chaos uh, in the running game as well. Yeah, I just think those guys those guys have a motor which they just go all game i know you know on the ends both sides you got aiden and grant who they're really athletic guys they're not they're not super big guys i mean both of them um you know are more so in the athletic or the athletic set than, than being big so those guys are just they have motors on the outside and then inside Caden and and kobe are just guys who are are physical uh which is good for us and then eric there in the middle it takes up takes up some space and does a really good job of, of finding the ball so those guys up front they, they work together um, on the defensive end, and the biggest thing for them is I think they just they're just nonstop and they want to play football and they just love going out there on defense and hitting people. So they do a good job of taking up uh, blockers. They might not make tackles all the time, but they take take up blockers, so then our linebackers can can get free and make some plays. So yeah, I thought they played really well last night, and um, hopefully they can keep that going here as we get into the next season. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer as the team wraps up a six and two season congrats on the regular season coach and like you said back to O and O, and uh, we look forward to talking with you next week recapping some playoff games thank you yeah i just want to give a little shout out to all of our seniors and everybody on our team i know it takes it takes everybody to to have a good successful season and i thought for the most part we did that we had a couple close losses there but i mean everybody on our team plays a part and we're just thankful for the guys that we have and like i said many times we're excited for this postseason to see where we go all right thanks for joining us coach thank you Playoffs? You kidding me? You talk about playoffs. Yeah, we are. We'll talk about playoffs uh, pretty darn quick here about the Wadena Deer Creek football team because they have a game on Tuesday against Staples Motley that will be in Wadena. So first round of the playoffs for the Wolverines, who have the three seed, finished the season with a 6-2 and two record. A nice regular season for Coach Peter Meyer and company, but they want to do a little bit more as this season continues we're going to take a break and when we come back we'll wrap up the show by talking with our wolverine player of the week it's a junior on the girls tennis team libby hartman you can hear that conversation after the break on wolverines weekly don't go anywhere wolverines weekly will be back in a moment your home for wadena deer creek athletics is kwad here's more wolverines weekly Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a junior on the girls' tennis team. It's Libby Hartman. Libby, talk about your season. Uh, probably the best year yet. I ended up being like 11 and 13 for regular season. It was a fun season. It was really fun being number one singles, which was something I've never played before. So, yeah. And you mentioned getting a chance to be number one singles. Just talk about how it was different for you this year compared to uh, years past. Well, um, last year I played three singles, um, and a couple years previous years I played four. And so just moving from three to one was a big change. Like the competition got stiffer, matches got longer, and they were closer, and it was just a harder battle every time. 
And Libby, like you said, it's a new challenge. It's a tougher challenge. How do you think you responded to it? It definitely made me improve. It made me place shots instead of just hitting them back over the net and having to think strategically when I'm playing versus just hitting the ball in. Now, looking overall on the season, Libby, where do you think were some of the areas you were best at on the court? Probably just sticking with it. If, you know, matches got tough, just playing through that and playing my best. And you got a chance to play in the section tournament last week. Talk about how that went. Sections was super fun. Team sections, you know, we beat Rozo 7-0, first round for team, and then we ended up losing the Staples, but still it was a good battle. And then for individuals, getting fourth place was awesome. (laughs) And Libby, your first year in one singles in the section tournament, talk about that experience for you and what you learned. Uh, It was wonderful. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Now let's look a little bit to next season. What are your goals for next year? You know, getting fourth or up again at sections, but just staying solid and playing hard. And what is it like being out there, Libby, with your teammates and just being with them in practice and cheering them on at at, uh, matches? How has that been all season? It's been super fun. Honestly, I couldn't ask for a better team. We're talking with our Wolverine Player of the Week. It's a junior on the girls' tennis team, Libby Hartman. Congratulations, Libby, on a great season, and good luck next year. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to WadenaRadio.com. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.